Hashtag murder may contain explicit and disturbing material and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hashtag Meta! I'm Scar. And I'm Alex. And we're millennials who love murder. And leftover beer from a wedding? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They bought so much. We had like, I think we had four or five cases of Truly leftover. And then I got sent to go buy regular beer. Yeah. (laughs) So there's probably (laughs) someone with a case of that too. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I think all that got drank. Oh. I believe. I hope you guys enjoyed my PBR. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dustin was like, who's PBR? I said... One guess. One guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is Alex's. Yeah, the wedding's over. We did it. We did it. Yay, they're married. Yay. And Scarlet caught the bouquet. I didn't. Thing. Oh, you did. I had my back turned. She was trying to throw it to you. <laughs> I had my back turned. Someone was like, "Why did they make you stand up for both?" But we like that. And I was like, "I don't. You know what? I'm just out there." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dustin did catch the garter, though. Um. Well, Clinton literally stood three feet in front of him, and turned just around, flung and it at him. just flung it at him. Yeah, oh. He didn't actually toss it. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I was standing right next to Dustin. He just went, boop. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Oh. Hurry up. Oh, it was so fun. So much happened. Brayden cut off my speech. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I think you were happy about it, though. I was a little happy. I mean, I wanted to say it, but then I was like, you know what? The time has passed. Yeah. It's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> His speech was real cute, though. It was cute. And he hit the whole time, like, during the ceremony when he was crying. So fucking precious. He cried precious. the whole time. Precious. He cried the entire time. And he kept trying to, like, turn it, turn yep. away from And everybody. Dustin kept patting him on the back of the head, and it was really cute. <laughs> it was so sweet. He does have feelings. He does. He does have emotion. Oh, man. What was the other thing? Oh, the lady who did my makeup thought we were lovers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, is that your significant other? And you're like... She's my podcasting significant other. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? I know. Oh, that was really funny. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of females. Yeah. Um, there was like... Uh, I think at one point there was 20 women in one home. Yeah, that was a lot. And Maverick. And Maverick. But I was on Maverick duty most of the time, so that was nice. Yeah, and y'all had matching outfits. We did. You both We're had gonna... suspenders. And white shirts. <laughs> and blue, blue pants. pants. <laughs> We'll share a picture on the Insta. I know. Oh, it was really cute. I loved it. Um. Okay. Coming down from wedding vibes. That was such a terrible segue. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. Um. I'm gonna tell you a wild. You say that every time. I know. I say it every you literally time. Literally say it every time. But this one, holy cannoli! I was watching it and I was like, "What is happening?" Where'd you find this one? Um. I think it was either Dateline or 2020. So in case you guys haven't noticed, Scarlett gets all of hers from TV, and then she finds other TV to watch about them. I do. I find half of mine on TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's just easier, because my brain is all over the place. If Mm -hmm. I can just sit down and watch, like, Mm. an hour-long thing of something Mm -hmm. and take notes from that and then go back and add notes. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's better for my brain Mm -hmm. because i cannot stay organized at all adhd (laughs) yeah oh it's not good um okay so 
like I said, this one's off the rails. And I'm really excited to tell you it. Let's go. Yay! I'm so excited. All right. And there's so much more information on this, but I had to stop. I had to I had to cut oh, it. Oh, man. This I is know. a long one. It's going to take a while. I didn't even, re- <laughs> I didn't even read it, so yeah. let's go. Yay! All right, so we're going to Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha! <laughs> That's what Peyton Manning says, or used to say, whenever he was, like, rushing to get, a, like, a like a play started. Do you know who Peyton Manning is? Okay. He's, he's in all those commercials He's now? Yeah. Yes, he's in all the commercials. He was a quarterback for the Colts. Oh. And then he went to the Broncos. But his thing that he would do was, like, he would yell, Omaha, Omaha, for, like, a quick pass, just, like, quick play to start. That's what we yell to Duck when we tell her to go fetch. We say, Omaha. <laughs> fun mm-hmm. i like that mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay we're in omaha we're in omaha and it's the fall of 2012 and we meet a dude named dave krupa and dave he's just like a normal guy he's normal just a dave. regular average dave average dave okay <laughs> hashtag average dave yeah. and it's so weird that this whole story revolves around him oh yeah so dave is 35 He's working his job as a mechanic at an auto repair shop, and this lady comes in to get her SUV serviced. And they're both kind of smitten with each other. They're giving, giving the flirty, they're standing mm-hmm. real close together. The average people flirty eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nob. Nob. Uh, but Dave is all, well, I'm at work. It would be unprofessional for me to pursue this. Yeah, Clinton. And oh, and Dave has just broken up with his longtime girlfriend okay. of 12 years, which is a long time to just be someone's girlfriend or boyfriend. But we'll get back to that a little later on. Okay. So we've been on all these dating websites and he's been on several dates because he's a ladies man. Ooh. Dave. God damn it, Dave. I really can't. If you'd like to pull up a picture real quick. Ooh. Um, here, I'll pull it up. One moment. Do, do, do. There's Dave. He's got like a seven finger forehead. <laughs> he's just like. A... He looks like a guy you would see at Home Depot. He just looks like an average guy. Home Depot. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So two weeks later, Dave is on one of his dating profiles, and lo and behold, he comes across that same woman whose SUV he just serviced. So it was meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah. So they message each other the whole, hey, like, I know you. What's up, bitch? Don't I know you? (laughs) Yeah. And then their relationship begins. Cool. So Dave asks the woman, who we now know is named Carrie Farber, out on a date, and guess where they go? Chili's close applebee's yeah i was gonna oh, say that was my first american job. chilies <laughs> that's, that's my first job what yeah oh my god i was a server at the applebee's that's funny in monk's corner so you know my tips were not great <laughs> not great uh and then i put i put hashtag classy mm-hmm. and that i'm sure it was very romantic and i'm assuming they split the two for 25 and he had the quesadilla well, burger and she had the tech if this salad. was in 2012 <laughs> Oh, there was been, no two for 25. No, it would have been two for 20 because inflation. Oh, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I bet you he got the quesadilla burger and she got the uh, fiesta salad. <laughs> That's literally. Did you write? I just did, said no, that. You said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pay attention more. Oh, I'm really pulling funny. to you. Uh, I swear I was listening. Um. Okay. So Dave invites Carrie back to his apartment and Carrie's feeling Dave. So she says, sure. So Carrie and Dave get back to his apartment, and as soon as they walk in and shut the door behind them, the doorbell rings. What? And it's Dave's ex, 
girlfriend, Liz, and she's there to pick up some things that she had left behind at his apartment. Awkward, awkward turtle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's strange. So Carrie also thought that was strange and was like, uh, I think I'm just gonna go. Yeah. She wasn't like mad, but she's she just like, like weird. I'm just gonna go. This is strange. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. So Dave walks Carrie to the main door of the building. They pass Liz again, the ex girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Now she's not the ex of twelve years. Um, Dave and Liz only dated for like a few months maybe a year okay not too long so carrie says to dave hey just give me a call whenever she leaves and then we'll figure something out from there because she still wants to bang carrie oh she's she's, she's down. getting in there she's down to fuck yeah <laughs> she's getting in there so liz finally gets all of her shit and leaves and then dave calls carrie this prompts carrie to invite dave out to her place which is about an hour outside of omaha okay so what does dave do he gets in the car and he's like i'm getting fucked let's go <laughs> Uh, he gets in the car and he heads to Carrie's house. And Carrie's taking hot girl showers <laughs> till he gets there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so whenever he gets there, Carrie tells Dave that if they hook up and have sex, that that's all their relationship will ever be. Because, you know, it's day one. Yeah. Hey, we're just... We're just chilling. Yeah. We're going to be fuck buddies. That's going to be it. Which good on Carrie. Yeah. For setting those boundaries. That's good day girl. One. Good I, girl. I like that. And Dave completely agrees. Of course he does. He's yeah. like, he's like, you just, you just want to use me for sex? Let's like, go. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Let's go. <laughs> um, also, at one point, Dave says, quote, as a man, I'm always looking for a girlfriend, but never a committed relationship, end quote. That's what be, I'm sorry, Isn't sir. Isn't that what having a, men are so stupid. <laughs> this is why I don't date them. <laughs> Isn't that what be, or having a girlfriend is? Oh, I think he's confused. Anyway. <clears throat> Carrie is a computer programmer, and her office is fairly close to Dave's apartment, um, which is too long of a commute. If she lives an hour outside of town... She, yeah, she works an hour away, and like, and this is before like work from home was a thing thing, so yeah. she has to go in that's, all the time. That's a long drive. But they would meet up often in his apartment to uh, bump uglies and mm. chit-chat. Carrie was very intelligent. Dave describes her as, quote, having a brain on her, end quote. I'm not really... Dave is... I have mixed feelings about Dave. I don't have any. You know what my feelings are about Dave? He's a dumb white man. <laughs> he is. Uh, but with all the sex and the smarts and the fun, Dave is starting to reconsider his no commitment rule, which he had only done once before with Amy Flora, which was that 12-year relationship. Ooh, the marriage. Yeah. I mean, not marriage, yeah, but, well, you know, it's 12 years, but. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Dave and Amy Flora actually had two children together, a boy and a girl. Oh, yeah. So definitely marriage. Well, you Essentially, know. yes. But Amy always wanted her fairy tale wedding and Dave just couldn't commit. So they eventually cut things off, but they remained friends. Bitch, you have two <laughs> children with her and you can't put a ring on it? Nope. He wasn't going to do it. Harley would have chopped his balls off in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, oh, she would not have stood for that. Mm -mm. I don't think No, so. ma'am. Uh, okay, so it's November of 2012, and 37-year-old Carrie has this huge project that she was working on at the office, and she asked Dave if she could stay at his place for a couple nights, because he lives, like, right there. Yeah. Keep in mind, it's been two weeks since Carrie and Dave met. It's been two weeks. Okay. So Dave gets like, to work. They're doing, like, lesbian things. They're U-Hauling. A little bit. Um. Oh, boy. It's gonna... Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna be patient. <laughs> okay. So Dave gets to work at the shop on November 13th, 
and he gets there at 6.30 in the morning, and then at 10 a.m., he gets a text from Carrie, and she says something along the lines of, we need to move in together. Lesbians. Ma'am, it has been two weeks. For a lady who says that she's not going to commit to someone, that's pretty quick. And Dave was agreeable to that. He was. Yeah. Um, So Dave, to this text, is like, no. (laughs) And then Carrie texts back, quote, fine, I never want to see you again, and I hate you, end quote. Which reminded me of, (laughs) you've seen School of Rock, right? Yeah. (laughs) The little, I think it's the little gay boy, I'm pretty sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jack Black is like, say something mean, say something mean. And he's like, you're tacky and I hate you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that reminded me of. Um, so Dave is like, wow, dodged a bullet with this chick. She's completely bonkers. Yeah. Glad that didn't go any further. Yeah, good thing you didn't move in together. Yeah, but he he's going to be in for it. Oh, shit. This is so <laughs> crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, okay, so a little background on Carrie. She's from an itsy-bitsy little town in Iowa called Macedonia, population 267. Mmm, there's best, definitely She's small sister cousins in there. <laughs> yeah, cousin lovers. Uh, Carrie was raised by her mother Nancy and her stepfather Mark, and she was very close with both of her parents. Cute. Carrie is a free spirit. Never be a free spirit. <laughs> Aren't you a free spirit? Uh, don't be a free spirit and don't light up a room. Uh, you, you're a free spirit. Well... I don't light up rooms, though. Well, you're a flight risk. I wouldn't call you a free spirit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, she does her own thing. She does whatever she wants to do. Um, she changed hairstyles a lot. There are okay. several photos of her, and I almost didn't realize that we were seeing photos of her. Like She of, looks different in every single Because picture. of the hair. Yeah. Huh. But she's super pretty, and boys and men had been drawn to her since she was like a teen. Um, you know, men love a good free-spirited woman. Woman. <laughs> uh, and Carrie actually became pregnant while in college at the age of 22 with a baby boy who she named Maxwell. Maxwell? I know. I love that name. Um, he went by Max. Now, after Max came along, Carrie struggled a lot with her mental health. She had some terrible mood swings. She was diagnosed as being bipolar and had severe depression. That's rough. Yeah, but everyone described her as this fun and outgoing person, but she did have mental illness going on. Well, a lot of people just will internalize that, so they're feeling it, and then on the outside, they look all happy-go-lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's just masking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving, or we're going back to 2012. It's the year I graduated high school. Oh. (laughs) And I was working at the Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, so Max is now a teenager. He understands Carrie's life as a single mother and knows how hard she works to provide for the two of them. And Max would often stay with Nancy, Carrie's mother. But they all live right there. Like right in the same area. Yes. So when Carrie told her mom and Max that she was going to stay in town for a few days in Omaha, they didn't think too much of it. She said she was going to go stay with a guy named Dave. And they were like, okay, cool. Be fun. Be fun. Have safe. Be fun. Have safe. (laughs) See you in a few days. (laughs) Uh, Now, I'm assuming this next part happened after the whole texting Dave about moving in with each other thing. And Carrie texts her mom to say that she's going to quit her job. She's going to move to Kansas, get a new job, and start her life over. Man. She also texted Max saying that she would be back that weekend for her half-brother's wedding after her second interview for this new job. That's a lot of, um, changes. Yeah. In 
one breath one literally like one (laughs) bye yeah (laughs) um but that weekend came and went and carrie did not show up for the wedding yeah so we're gonna get a lot of text conversations in this so just stay with me here it's 2012 baby yeah were iphones a thing yeah oh okay i think we had the iphone four or five really yeah oh Okay. I had an S5 active in 2012. In 2012. In 2012. 2500. 2500 BC. Oh, that's really funny. Those phones lasted forever. Yeah, they did. Some people, at least whenever I worked at AT&T, some people still literally the S5 active. Yep. It's just that one. My dad had an S8 active for like had one four years, I think, four or five years. Lauren uses a Samsung. She does. Lauren, you know, I thought we really had something, but we don't now. Oh, no. You've broken Alex's heart. Yeah, you've broken my, my text to you. are going to be green. I know. They, they will. Yeah. Sad. Uh, okay. So after the weekend of the wedding, Carrie texts Nancy, her mother, and says that she has broken up with her boyfriend and that she's starting to kind of lose it. And she's thinking of checking herself into a mental hospital. Do that. Yeah, so now Nancy has no idea where her daughter is, who this Dave guy is, or really anything about what's going on. Well, it's been two weeks. He's n- One, he's not your boyfriend. Two, you told him that he was not your boyfriend. Yeah. And three, um, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Keep her moving. Oh, Lord. Okay, so this prompts Nancy to file a missing persons report for her daughter. And the police aren't really any help. They tell Nancy she's probably off her meds and that these things happen and not to worry. That's not um, an answer. She's just gone crazy. She's gone crazy. We can't do anything about it. (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, Carrie has texted her boss at her job and told them that she's quitting and moving to Kansas immediately to start her new job. Where's this new fucking job coming from? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So this is bizarre carrie had sold all of her furniture and had even sent her mother a picture of the check from the person who bought it Um. which i thought was a little weird but carrie sent her the picture of the check because she wanted her mom to let the furniture buyer into her home so they could pick up the furniture this is strange (laughs) and nancy's like nah she's like no, I'm not doing anything until you call me and explain what the fuck is going on here. She's almost acting like she's on drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that she's off her, her meds, meds, but she's uh, like on actual on drugs. drugs. The bad drugs. The naughty drugs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So mom's like, no, I'm not doing that. So this prompts Carrie to start sending her mom these super mean texts, like how she was a bad mother and how she's going to pick up her son, Max, and they're both going to move to Kansas. Just really weird, unsettling, scary behavior. And Carrie also texts Max and is like, hey, get all your shit together because we're moving to Kansas. And Max is like freaking the fuck out. He wants to stay with his grandparents. This is not yeah, like I mean, that's his what mother. He's, that's what he's used to. And like his mom's not... Clearly not in her right mind. No, and like he needs structure and a routine and stuff. (sighs) Yeah. So all of these bizarre texts prompts Nancy to apply for temporary guardianship over Max. Okay. Because no one has any idea what's going on with Carrie at this point, and Nancy wants to keep Max safe. Which, bold step, because I don't think it's been long. No. 
uh, I think it's only been a couple days at this point. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, but I guess if she gets the guardianship, she can't up and take him. That's good, yeah. If she just showed up. I'm yeah. assuming. I don't know if that's how it works. And all she wants to do is keep Maxie safe. Yeah. That's all. That's her biggest concern right now, which is oh, good. Yeah. Because someone needs to be looking out for her. I know. So once these texts come through, authorities actually look into this case, finally, and are trying to find Carrie. So they ping her cell phone to get her location, and the texts are coming from this neighborhood in Omaha. Police go looking there. No Carrie. No sign of her. And they really don't have anything else to go on, so they go back to that check that was written for the furniture, and it was written by someone named Shanna. So detectives call the Shanna lady, they leave her voicemail, and she calls them back the next day. And Shanna lives in Omaha with her two children and says that someone has stolen her checkbook. Checkbooks? Yes, because she's the one who wrote the check. Allegedly. Allegedly. It was from her checkbook. Turns out, Shanna is an acquaintance of Dave's. So she gives Uh... detectives Dave's contact info. So finally, detectives know who... Who the fuck Dave Dave is. Dave is, yes. Oh boy. So authorities catch up with Dave at the repair shop, and they start grilling him about Carrie, as Dave was the last person to actually physically see Carrie. Oh, and up until this point, Carrie is still texting and emailing Dave... All these nasty things. Like, all she's just being completely unhinged. So Dave tells detectives that he has no idea where she is and that he's only gotten texts and emails from her since he last saw her. I feel like he should just show them the text and be like, look how fucking psycho she is. Please examine. Like, clearly. She's off her rocker. help. Yeah. Clearly. She's definitely not taking her bipolar meds. Nope. So this is weird. And keep this little section in the back of your mind okay carrie somehow gets the cell phone number of the detective on the case and she texts the detective quote i would really appreciate it if you leave dave krupa out of all of this end quote how the fuck did you get the Um, detective's number that's impressive yeah how the fuck does that even happen (laughs) i don't know so the detectives text back and they're like, hey, we can't just ignore this. We need to locate you and we can't close your missing persons report until we find you. Something along those lines. Yeah, we got to put eyes on you and then we'll leave you alone. Yeah. And if you don't want to be found, then just go about your business. Yeah. Whatever. So Carrie responded back that this whole investigation into finding her is completely pointless. And she says, quote, I want one person to go away for destroying everything for me, end quote. She's like, uh, did you ever see the movie or like read the book Gone Girl? I did. This is kind. Of, she gives me those kinds of vibes, but yeah. she's like not as smart as like other as the girl that or the woman in that book. That's true. Because she just wanted to fuck over her, uh, her husband, husband. Yeah. for fucking around on her. <laughs> That's, That's what it reminds great. me. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, I think I read that book first. The movie was very good though. Mm-hmm. The movie it was, was one really of those good. movies where like or book to movie things where. I think I like the movie better than the book. I like maybe. I don't know. I read the other book that Is she wrote it? too and both were really good. Yeah. Um okay. So that's a little ominous, strange and foreboding. Um, but who does she want to be destroyed? Yeah. Detectives are pretty sure that's Dave. Dave who she knew for 2 weeks. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So Dave shows all of these texts from Carrie about how she blamed Liz for their quote-unquote breakup. Carrie and Dave break mm-hmm. up. 
even though Dave was like, no, she has nothing to do with this. And we weren't even dating whenever we got together. Yeah. So, like, what are, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And sometime around this point, a week or so into Carrie being missing, someone has mysteriously written on Liz's garage wall, quote, whore, comma, from Dave, end quote. What? Like, okay. presumably, Carrie. Yeah. Like, what? What are you doing? She's completely off her rocker. Ugh. So now authorities are like, pretty sure Carrie is full on stalking Liz and possibly Dave as well. So now we have one jurisdiction, the one in Iowa, seeing Carrie as a missing person, and the other one in Omaha, seeing her as a criminal. Yeah. So two different investigations going on here. So now two weeks has passed and Thanksgiving is rapidly approaching. Nancy, Carrie's mom, reaches out to Carrie via Facebook Messenger and tells her that she's got a roast in the crock pot and they're going to eat around six and she hopes to see her there. To which Carrie does not respond, and she does not show up for dinner either. Okay. So now, things are really not looking good. Carrie has yet to be found and has stopped almost all communication with her family. Yet, she is still incessantly texting and messaging Dave and Liz. Who she barely knows. Yeah. Okay. She didn't know Liz at all. She just saw her whenever she was getting all of her shit out of Dave's apartment and knew Dave for two weeks. About a month after Thanksgiving, Carrie's stepfather, who she knew like as a father, suddenly passed away and Carrie did not go to the funeral. What the fuck? Yeah. So this is super... I mean, if she was going to show up for something... It would be that. Yes. And Carrie sent her mother a Facebook message saying, I'm sorry I missed the funeral, exclamation point. Um... What? What? Get your ass home. (sighs) Now this is weird. Two days before she sent that funeral message, Carrie made a status update on Facebook that stated, quote, Dave Krupa proposed to me, and I said yes, end quote. Yeah, he proposed that you get the fuck out of his life. (laughs) Yeah, but you leave him the fuck alone. Uh, Dave said that he was receiving upwards of 50 to 60 texts and emails a day. Ma'am. So she's literally doing nothing but texting and messaging Dave. She um she should have been a lesbian. Yeah. It would have worked out better for her. <laughs> yeah. And Dave, he actually changed his phone number several times. Still got all these texts and Yeah, she's hunting that shit down. Yeah. It's crazy. How can you Well, impressive. We'll get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> So at one point, Carrie texted Dave, quote, I know I ruined it. I tell myself, don't be crazy. This guy was nice to you, but something takes over, end quote. (laughs) Fucking yikes. And then she says, quote, Liz is a whore. You shouldn't be seeing her. Hope to see each other soon, end quote. (laughs) What? Okay. Uh, turns out, Carrie was seeing Dave. She seemed to be watching Dave's every move. Oh, okay, I have chills. What the fuck was she doing? She would would text things and be like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. He would check a phone. Check a phone. Check his phone. He would check his phone. Sure enough, he was doing those things. And then he would, like, run outside and see if he could find her. She She was never there. He could never 
She's just driving him insane now. <laughs> oh, it's like he uh, he got the COVID vax and his little GPS tracker was communicating to her. And she, uh, I'm just, yeah, that's what yes. it was. And mm-hmm. she could pull it up on her, on her computer. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she called. We're in 2012. Okay, so yeah, she, so she called Uncle Obama and she was like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Oh, my God. Uh, so Carrie also said that she'd taken Dave's extra key to his apartment and had periodically been coming and going in and out of his home whenever he wasn't there. What the fuck? <laughs> I'd be moving. I'd be like, bye. I'm gone. I know. I would not be staying there. But not only was Dave being stalked by Carrie, so was Liz. Liz would get these texts like, quote, I'm out in your garage. What should I do to your car? And uh, quote, ma'am. <laughs> And she would also send photos of the inside of Liz's garage. So she had been there. The fuck is wrong with her? I don't know. Oh my god. So this is crazy. (laughs) Carrie had actually, quote, kidnapped Liz at one point. What? Yeah. She sent a photo of a woman, presumably Liz, bound up. She sent this photo to Dave. What the fuck is going on? I'm concerned. Dave did not believe this for a second. He knew that Carrie was trying to fuck with them and that Liz was fine. She's just doing the most. She... (laughs) She even... Carrie even told him that she'd rented an apartment near his. So Dave informed the cops and sent them to the address that she had sent. And the building number was correct, but the apartment did not exist. This is so strange. (laughs) So, like, why has Carrie gone so far out of her way to fuck with this man and abandon her entire family, including her child? Yeah. None of this makes sense. How is she this elusive from everyone, including the police? Yeah, because they're not being able to find her either, and she's literally doing the fucking most. Yeah. So, two months. We're two months into this thing. Two months. Two months? Oh. I would be I wouldn't even oh. be sleeping. <laughs> it's like gonna, when is this bitch gonna come in? It's gonna get so much worse. So two months this whole ordeal. Dave is driving home from work, and just to preface this, it had snowed a lot the past week or so. Okay. And Dave noticed an SUV parked in his apartment complex parking lot. Okay. And it was still covered in snow. It's like the only car in the parking lot that's still covered in snow. So no one, clearly no one had been driving this SUV. And he kind of clears some snow off of it and notices that it's a black Ford Explorer, which is the car that Carrie drives. Hmm. (laughs) So he sends it to the police. And after running the plates, investigators realize that this was her SUV. So her SUV has just been sitting at his apartment. What does it all mean? (laughs) So the SUV is impounded and processed, and it was eerily clean. There was only one fingerprint in the entire vehicle, and it was on a tin of icebreakers. The mints. Yeah, the mints. That was left in the center console of the SUV. And they run it through... The database. (laughs) I'm gonna run this print here through the database. We gonna get something back real quick. They run it through the database. Um, They got no hits. Nope, just kidding. No hits through that database. We'll get, we'll get them, though. Thank you, George. <laughs> uh, so, like, authorities still have no idea what's going on. 
they believe they have a stalking situation, but like now they found the stalker's vehicle and it hasn't been moved in at least a week. What is going on? Authorities take both Dave and Liz's cell phones at this point and they found some chilling evidence. Well, bizarre evidence. This whole thing is bizarre. Apparently, Carrie had gone online and created a pre-obituary for Liz. Excuse me? <laughs> I'd be moving. Oh I'd be my like, God. if that was happening to me, I'd be like, Scar, I need to stay at your house for a little while. <laughs> yeah. So it said, quote, go see what I made for the whore. I will kill her. And I already made her obituary. So it's done to Dave. She sent that to Dave. And then something along the lines of hiring a hitman what? to murder Liz and possibly Liz's two children as well. Uh, Carrie, girl. Ma'am. I put Dave ain't even that cute. What the fuck? He's not. <laughs> he must have a huge. Yeah. <laughs> Got a huge wiener. A huge weenie. Oh, God. So uh... <laughs> Carrie hadn't realized this. But her constant threatening and terrifying behavior was actually bringing Dave and Liz back together. Because now, they're being stalked by the same person. Yeah, they're in this together. Carrie had even gone so far as to break Dave's apartment window by throwing a brick through it. So now she's, like, destroying his property. Sweet. <laughs> Love. Now, a detective named Chris LeGros is put on the case because now it's gone from angry texts and emails to vandalism and threats of physically hurting these people. And a potential hitman. Yeah. And Detective Chris puts out an arrest warrant for Carrie Farver. Good. Finally. It's been I mean, two if months. you can fucking find her. I know. And Detective Chris knows that Carrie is way into computers and technology. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. Oh. So she's, like, disguising her location and using all these different numbers. And she's just really good at this whole being threatening but not being found thing. She's in somebody's basement just going to town with, like... <laughs> 20 different screens and they're they're all pictures pictures there's cameras all that she just watched him 24 7 oh my god oh it's a full-time job literally so as dave and liz are becoming increasingly closer carrie is getting more and more scary and the more detective chris searches the more dead ends he runs into <sighs> going to saturday morning august 17th which is nine months after Carrie first went off the deep end. And this is whenever shit really gets terrifying. Oh, God. Nine she's months. laughing because she's terrified, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. So Liz called Dave in a panic, saying that her house is on fire. Is she in the house? She's not in the house. Okay. Thankfully, she was in the process of moving to a new home, and her and the kids were already living in the new home. But she'd ran back to the old house to get some more stuff, and it was on fire. Oh, I just read the last part. No, this is Why? sad. You could have left that out. Oh, it's part of the story. You could have left it out. You know this shit makes me sad. I know. So, Liz had some pets in the home. Two dogs, a cat, and a pet snake that did not survive the fire. Man, fuck this person. <sighs> So Detective Chris spoke with neighbors and they stated that they saw a woman resembling Carrie in her car parked in front of the home, but they couldn't say for certain that it was her. Okay. Because, you know, a stranger. Yep. You don't know. 
And Dave received an email from Carrie stating, quote, I am not lying. I set that nasty whore's house on fire. I hope the whore and her kids die in it. <gasps> End quote. Oh my god. <laughs> then Liz received an email that said, quote, Hope you and your kids burn to death. End quote. <laughs> this is so fucked. Uh, so now... Carrie has committed arson and murdered five innocent pets. Four innocent pets. Four innocent pets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but Detective Chris is on it. He's not going to let Carrie harass these people any longer. He just can't seem to locate her. And Carrie's gone completely off the deep end. She's saying things like, quote, I'm going to slit your children's throats. <gasps> end quote. Talking to Dave. Completely deranged and unhinged. She even spray painted, quote, Dave beats women, end quote, on a wall at his workplace. This is, this is completely out of control. So all of this sends Dave into a tailspin. It's been nine months. He picks up drinking heavily. He buys a gun for safety. And he thinks that Carrie is going to come after him and his family. I mean, yeah, that's, that's logical thinking. Yeah. So while detectives are searching for Carrie in Omaha, mm -hmm. police back in Iowa are, like, panicking and searching for Carrie. There's two completely different situations going on here. One place she's a wanted person, and the other she's a missing person. And how is she both everywhere and nowhere at the same time? This is so confusing. <laughs> Do you have any idea what's going on? No. <laughs> oh, my God. What if I just made this whole thing? I'd be like, and you should no write idea. a book. <laughs> Oh, my God. And Carrie's mother, Miss Nancy, was just pleading with her daughter via text and email, just come home. Like, we don't care what you've done. Just please come home to us. Because at this point, they're just like, we're, we're tired of this, too. Like, yeah. we just want... We just this want, is exhausting. They just want their daughter back. Yeah. And Max... Oh, poor Max. His mother had missed Christmas, and he recounted that whenever they opened the Christmas presents, they would always go from youngest to oldest, and how it didn't feel right that it went straight from him to his grandma. That's sad. I know. Um, he was very... Max was traumatized by this whole entire thing. Yeah, he's probably still fucking traumatized by this entire thing. Yeah. Uh, so, moving forward a few months to April 2013... Nancy gets a phone call from a man stating that Carrie is in a homeless shelter in Omaha and that she should come and pick up her daughter. What? So... <laughs> After all of this, they find her in a goddamn homeless shelter? She's been found. Or at least located. So, here we go. So, Nancy calls up her brother and they both drive to the homeless shelter. Nancy was so ready to finally see her daughter again and put this whole thing behind them. So Nancy and Detective Chris meet at the shelter, ready to confront Carrie, and no Carrie. Shocking. She was not there. Not only was she not there, no one there had ever seen her. So who the fuck called her? That was just a rant. You know how people do. People are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that didn't pan out. A few weeks after this, Carrie updates her Facebook and states, quote, I am a grown woman, and if I feel like leaving home, I have the right. I asked my son Max to come with me, but he didn't want to. So when I'm ready to come back home, I will. I love you all very much, but I need time still to sort things out. End quote. Ma'am, you need time at a mental hospital to sort your <laughs> shit out. 
And all of these, oh. all of these uh, text message, emails, whatever, are they got tons of spelling errors and wrong words, and there's she's just it's as if she's like just manically typing, yeah, not even thinking about it. She's just typing. Yeah. Then there was another post that said, "quote Liz is the hoe that took my boyfriend away from me. Now I have met a really nice guy." End quote. Poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, everything that has happened is leading up to... We're we're reaching the... (laughs) We're reaching the 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 climax. climax. (laughs) I'll have a lesbian joke for you at the end of this. Um, Oh, okay. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll ask you about it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Max has had enough of this. And he's thinking that maybe the person texting and emailing and Facebooking is not actually Carrie. So he sends her a message about a month after this whole homeless shelter thing happened. Max asks, quote, one, what's my middle name? Two, what was our first boxer's name? The dog. Okay. And three, who was my best friend as a little kid? Yeah, he's asking questions only she would know. Yes. Which is, why is no one else thought of this? Yeah. He's the first person to be like, you know what? Maybe this this isn't isn't her. her. Yeah. So Max is fucking on it but he does not get a response and this has max thinking that either a carrie has completely lost her mind or b that it's maybe not carrie oh what the (laughs) i just gave myself chills oh my god (laughs) oh shit okie dokie Another year passes. How lovely. Still no sign of Carrie, yet the threatening texts and emails are still coming through. At this point, Dave has had it. He moves to Council Bluffs, Iowa, which is a super small town right over the Nebraska border, to be closer to his children and his ex-wife, Amy Flora. And he purchased another gun, just in case. Okay. Don't know why two guns are better than one, but I guess... It's America. (laughs) It's true. We love guns, <laughs> uh, the Declaration of Independence, and, and the, um, the database. And we, and we hate gay people. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you, George. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Three more years pass. Fucking Max is probably of age now. <laughs> He's almost 18. Dave is still getting these scary texts and emails, but they're far less frequent than they were before. And Liz and Dave just kind of, like, drift apart from each other. Okay. So he's kind of going back to Amy and his kids. So Dave has this apartment in Iowa. And remember, the new gun that he just bought, it's now missing. Um, There's no sign of forced entry or a break-in. The gun is just gone. Just keep that. I hope he reported that missing. Keep that in mind. Oh, God. Okay. Back in the town that Carrie was from, things have totally quieted down around her missing persons case. I mean, it's been three years, so... Yeah. Chances are slim to none that she will be found and be found alive. That is. Until. Oh, God. (laughs) The dynamic duo of Ryan Avis and Jim Doty hear word of her case, and they're totally invested. So now, it is April of 2015. Who are these people? Ryan and Jim. I... Wait, yeah. I love them. They're detectives. Oh, okay. Or investigators. Um, okay. So, Ryan and Jim are quite the tag team. Also, I guess there wasn't a whole lot going on in this town for them to be picking up a missing persons case from three years ago. Well, it's a tiny bumfuck town, so, I mean, they're probably bored. Yeah, that's true. Um, I love them. 
Oh, I love them so much. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so, Ryan took on the case as if Carrie were still alive, and Jim took on the case as if she weren't. Okay. So, they start at the beginning, and here we go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so, Ryan and Jim speak with Dave Krupa. And Dave is all, yeah, she's definitely alive. Don't know where the fuck she is, but she's alive and she's insane. And he had over 11,000 emails and texts. 11,000? 11,000. And before they caught up with Liz, Ryan actually saw Liz at the police station. And he was like, <laughs> he was like fangirling. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. Like someone's here. It's that's super involved in this case and she's at the station anyway liz was there to file a harassment report not against carrie against amy okay uh, you know what i have a theory who is the mother of dave's children yes ma'am does dave just like crazy fucking women oh yes well oh. yeah oh. oh definitely let's go okay um so she's gonna file a report against amy and not carrie because mm. Carrie's the one who's been... Been psycho. Yeah, for the past three years. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> so Ryan is all, I want to interview this Liz lady. And Liz tells Detective Ryan that her and Dave were no longer together, but that even since they stopped being a thing, she kept getting threatening and stalking messages on Facebook. And Liz offers up that she's afraid of Amy because right after her and Dave had broken up, that's whenever Dave's apartment was broken into and that new gun that he got was stolen. And Liz was worried that Amy had stolen the gun and that she would be coming for her. Oh, God. <laughs> so Liz, here it is. She sees the light. Yep, she sees the light. She knows exactly what's going on now. And that this whole entire time, it was Amy pretending to be Carrie. What in the... And that Amy is the one who's been threatening them. I'm scared. I don't want to be a lesbian anymore. <laughs> uh, and the one who wrote she's a whore in her garage. And the one who set fire to her home, killing her pets. And she had been scared of the wrong person this entire time. Listen, if anybody murdered my poor little Newton, Aww. Newton Michael, by arson, I would set you on fire. <laughs> Me? Or them. The, whoever, whoever <laughs> killed my baby, you're getting set on fire. Yeah. So this, this is completely diabolical. Once again, things are about to get crazy. So after this realization that it probably isn't Carrie and that it's probably Amy causing this whole situation for the past three years, Liz decides she needs to take a break and clear her head. Um. <laughs> so on December 5th, 2015... Liz decides she's going to go to Big Lake Park just to walk around, get her mind right. Is there a big lake there? There is. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I looked it up. There is. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge park. It's like 200 acres of lakes, walkways, playgrounds, you know. Because she's just had this huge realization. She's got to decompress. Yeah. Walk around the park. She's stressed. Um. So this is whenever we get a 911 call. <laughs> and it's Liz. What? Saying that she's been shot in the leg while at this big lake park. And Liz says she's pretty sure it was a female shooter, but she can't say who it is. Oh, bitch, for you know. Certain. You know who it is. <laughs> Police and emergency services are dispatched to Big Lake Park 
and they get Liz to the hospital, and they're off to find their assailant. Da-da-da. At the hospital, we learn that Liz was super lucky. The bullet missed all bones, all major arteries, so she's probably going to survive this horrible and seemingly random attack. Random. <sighs> Call Olivia Benson. Get her on this shit. <laughs> Uh, so Liz states that she just went to the park to clear her mind and that a woman, who she assumed was Amy, yeah. came up behind her, told her to get on the ground, and shot her in the thigh. Can you imagine? <laughs> this person who's been stalking you for the past however long finally snaps and decides to <laughs> decides to do something about it. Um, okay, so a task force is dispatched to Amy Flora's apartment so they can get their girl. They enter Amy's apartment, guns drawn, and tell Amy that she is under the arrest for the shooting of Liz Gallier. I'm also confused by this because her and Dave broke up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> uh, investigators search Amy's apartment and they bring her down to the station for a polygraph. They ask her if she was at Big Lake Park, if she shot Liz, the whole nine, to which Amy says No. And Amy fails the polygraph. I don't like polygraphs, but I yeah. feel like she was going to fail anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, Detective Ryan goes back to Liz at the hospital, and he's all, this seems pretty cut and dry. You were at the park, Amy came up to you, and she shot you with Dave's stolen gun. Am I right? And Liz is like, yeah, I'm assuming that's what happened. Like, what other explanation could there mm -hmm. possibly be? Um... Detective mm. Ryan and Jim are thinking something else might have happened. Oh. Another scenario entirely. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Here's what they think happened. Tell me. Tell me all the juicy uh, details. Wait, do you know now? Or do you, I didn't read. You, you, you told me know? not to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I am oblivious. They believe that Liz went to that park and shot herself in the leg. Hmm. <laughs> Excuse me? This is completely Looney Tunes. Okay. <laughs> so remember, when the detectives took Liz and Dave's phone, like a few years prior. Yeah. I guess they didn't get everything off of it, or at least they didn't do, like, that thorough of a search. Okay. So Liz's phone had several photos of Carrie's SUV. Why? The one that had been left in Dave's apartment parking lot and was covered in snow. And the photos were time-stamped December 24th, 2012. And remember the photos that Carrie had sent Dave? Yeah, of um, a woman bound up? Yeah. Um, those were also on Liz's phone, but they were only sent to Dave? This is strange. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't want to be a lesbian anymore. <laughs> Women are terrifying. <laughs> So, detectives Ryan and Jim get an IT specialist to check out Liz's phone again, and he finds about a dozen different email and social media accounts, um, and YouTube accounts. And on this YouTube account, there was a weird video of someone walking up to Dave Krupa's apartment back door. And all these emails, and Facebooks, and YouTube accounts are all traced back to one person. What the fuck? It's Liz Gallier. Um, okay. <laughs> this bitch is so scary. I'm terrified. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, uh, and remember that icebreaker mint container that was found in Carrie's car? Yes. The one that had one fingerprint on it? Just one little fingerprint, yep. It was Liz's fingerprint. You needed a mint after you murdered somebody? <laughs> so now detectives are like, uh, pretty sure Liz made Carrie disappear. Hmm. And... <laughs> Also, at this point, it's been three years, and Max, Carrie's son, is about to graduate from high school. So, in a last-ditch effort to reach out to his mother, he sends her a message on Facebook and says, Hey, if this is really you, please come back. I want you to be at my graduation. I'm pretty sure he knew... Yeah, who he was messaging. That it was not his, his mother. Yeah. Um, which is fucking heartbreaking um and max said that he was not surprised whenever she didn't respond because he just he, he just knew it wasn't knew. yeah he had yeah. a feeling which is kind of like a throwing a hail mary yeah yep mm -hmm. sports ball sports ball that's <laughs> right um and detectives are all up on liz right now why else would she be pretending to be carrie or amy or whoever if she didn't have something to do with carrie's disappearance so they're like, okay, we can prove that Liz was acting like she was Carrie for all these years, but how do they prove that she murdered her? She's pretty smart, so let's she, hear it. She pretty smart. She pretty smart. Uh, so this is wild. So how are they going to concretely say that Liz was pretending to be Carrie, set her own house on fire, killed her own, own pets, pets, then shot herself in the leg... And then pegged it all on Amy and not Carrie. I'm so bamboozled. <laughs> uh, so they do something totally bananas. About a week after the shooting, <clears throat> Liz is out and actually back at work one week after, after he getting shot, shot <laughs> in the leg. She shot herself, so <laughs> you know, she knew she didn't hit anything. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, Liz comes down to the station and she's still in her scrubs. I guess she's a nurse of some sort. Oh, God. <laughs> That is not the nurse I want taking care of me. It's not. Uh, and they send in Detective Jim, who's a real cutie pie. I oh, love Jim and Ryan. Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> so Detective Jim tells Liz that he's looking into a missing persons case and that some remains have been located. Uh-oh. And that the remains are that of Carrie Farver. And he asks when the last time Liz saw Carrie was. Liz says, I only saw her once. Whenever I went back to Dave's apartment to get some of my belongings. That first night that Carrie and Dave went on that date. Yeah. And that Dave had always blamed Carrie for being the one harassing them for the past three years. But that she now thought it was Amy after all. Because she's the mother of Dave's two children. <sighs> so Detective Jim agrees with all of this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, so he says hey if she amy was bold enough to shoot you she might have been bold enough to do something to carrie and that he needs liz's help proving his, this theory jimmy you are on the ball <laughs> so liz agrees she's in and he says i mean if we had messages from amy saying like i did this or i did that you know it would really help this investigation <laughs> Jimmy. Jim is lying, Liz, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Stupid. And wouldn't you know it, Liz starts getting emails and texts from Amy. Huh. Isn't that weird? Suspicious. <laughs> uh, and Liz forwards all of these emails to the detectives. One of them stated, quote, I shot you, Liz, to make sure Dave stayed away from you. 
I made a couple of those fake emails and numbers you and Dave thought were Carrie to get rid of you, Liz, but didn't work too well, end quote. So many spelling errors. It's almost hard to read. There's so much. So Detective Jim is like, all right, Liz, this is amazing information. Oh my, you did such a good job. <laughs> we just need a little bit more. And Liz is all, okay, do you want me to just like try and email her back? And they're like, yeah, that would be great if you could just do that. If you're comfortable doing it. You would hate, hate you. to make you <laughs> so uncomfortable, uh, putting you in a dangerous situation. <laughs> my god liz is emailing herself and then emailing herself back this is so insane i don't remember what movie this was but um uh it's it's that meme where it's like it wasn't me it was patricia that's liz let me google Um, oh where is multiple the multiple personality Uh, thing it called like skin or like glass uh shatter (laughs) it's one word split and glass split that's what it is it was patricia Oh, I hate that. Um, Okay, so this is Liz's email to Amy. Quote, (laughs) so if you really shot me, what kind of gun did you use? So did you ever get to meet up with Dave's ex, Carrie? End quote. I like that she's using what the detectives told her to do on herself. Yes. And what Max did... To Carrie, because uh-huh. he was like, what's what's my middle name? Yeah. What's yeah, my bitch. Dog? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so wild. And Amy's response, according to Liz, was, quote, The gun was Dave's that I used. Don't worry. You didn't get it as bad as crazy Carrie, end quote. And then, unsolicited, and this is shocking, quote, so whenever I met Crazy Carrie, she would not stop talking about Dave and him being her husband. She tried to attack me, but I attacked her with a knife. I stabbed her three to four times in the chest and stomach area. I then took her out and burned her. I stuffed her body in a garbage bag with crap. End quote. It's very specific. That is very specific. Hmm. Uh, very uh, rage-induced. Yeah. Because she stabbed her all over yeah. then burned her then disposed of the body yeah so liz then gives dave the lowdown on what's been going on and that message that she just got from amy which prompts dave to call the police department and be like hey liz just told me you found remains and that it might be carrie and that he was pretty sure they thought that amy had something to do with carrie disappearing Dave is just, like, so fucking lost. Dave, stop. He has no Dave, idea. Stop dating crazy women. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. Uh, so Detective Ryan is the one who took Dave's phone call, and he's just kind of, like, hinted at him that he, Dave, should maybe hunker down and move in with Amy for the time being. He actually said, quote, avoid Liz like the plague, end quote. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, so oh. the, so this prompts Dave to move in with Amy. Okay. Oh, I'm sure this is going to piss the fucking... <laughs> she's going to... She, she's going to love this. She's oh, going to love man. it so much. God. I'm, uh, but... I'm scared. <laughs> so Liz is not happy. Liz calls into the station and says, Would you like to read this? And Do you, you want can... me to read my psycho voice? Yeah, and start like crying halfway through. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Liz. 
it's okay. only Liz. It's just Liz. Okay. Looks like the only person that benefited was her, Amy. So she gets to shoot somebody, and then she gets to kill another person, and then she gets to move in with Dave, and then she gets to be free, and you guys aren't arresting her. <laughs> <laughs> Brava. Brava. My Eileen voice is still the favorite. Uh, and oh, George yeah. W. Yeah. <laughs> Eileen and George. Oh, good times. Um, okay, so Detective Jim is like, hey, just a little bit more evidence, and then we'll really nail her. And that they access Liz's email account, and that these emails come flooding in. Emails from Amy. Quote, Amy. Yeah, so they have the phone, and then Liz is emailing them. Wild. (laughs) I almost need like a chart. Holy shit. So some of these emails read, quote, I got a hold of Carrie, and we drove in her car. I reached over, and I stabbed her in the stomach. When I killed Carrie, you know, she begged me to call Dave at work. And then she begged me to talk to her family before she died. I remember whenever I killed Carrie, she had a yin-yang sign on her left thigh. End quote. Actually, she said yig-yag. You're a fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's the confession. Again, a more detailed confession. (sighs) I'm wearing myself out. Jim and Ryan are (laughs) fucking on it right now. They really are. Okie dokie. Oh, Carrie did have a yin-yang... a tattoo on her left thigh. So now, detectives want to go back to Carrie's SUV, which apparently had been sold. Why was why it was not? Car- <laughs> why wasn't it left an impound? I don't know. Why was the car of a missing person sold? Anyway. I, I wouldn't want to drive that car. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Uh, so they track down the SUV and they pull out the fabric from the passenger seat and bam, human blood all over the seat. Why didn't they find that shit before? That's an excellent question. I do not know. I'm going to behave. I'm not going to say anything because Jim and Ryan are doing a great job. I know. They really are. They're doing great. Um, And it's not just any human. It was indeed Carrie's blood. Carrie's blood. Okay. <sighs> Whenever they learned this, Jim and Ryan said that they high-fived each other. <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> so cute. So now, Jim and Ryan are keeping close eyes on Liz and she's full-on stalking Amy and Dave. I would have loved to have been, like, the person assigned to tracking her down and, like, keeping an eye on her. That would have been so fun. Yeah. Like, at one point, she was just driving around their apartment complex. That's fucking weird. That's terrifying. Oh, it's so scary. So Ryan and Jim reach out to the Omaha police, since that's where Liz is, and the police there pick up Liz on an unrelated misdemeanor. Which I do remember reading what that was, but I don't remember what it was now. And I didn't put it in here. Shoplifting. That's okay. I don't know. But they're going to be questioning her about Carrie. Duh. And Liz is sticking to her story that she was the victim here. She's the victim. Yeah, she was shot in the leg after all. Yeah, and that bitch is just free and living with Dave. What the (laughs) fuck? She gets to kill somebody. She gets to kill somebody and she's just fucking Dave. She still gets Dave. She still gets Dave. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then the detective says, so what do you think happened to Carrie Farber? And Liz just shrugs her shoulders and says, I don't know. And then asks why her fingerprints would be in Carrie's car. And she once again says, I don't know. And then she asks for a lawyer. A few more months pass. Max graduates from high school. No Carrie. Sad. And this is another one of those, like, 
This is the one event. Mm -hmm. If she were still around. She would have gone to this. She would have been there. Another eight months pass. Eight months. This thing is going on forever. (laughs) Yeah. And on December 22nd, 2016, four years after Carrie's disappearance, they finally have enough evidence and arrest Liz Gallier for the murder of Carrie Farber. Bye, bitch. Holy shit. I'm so glad I didn't read these notes. This has been an adventure. (laughs) I'm glad, too. Now, this is a no body, no witnesses, no confession, total circumstantial case. And they don't know when or where the murder happened. Like, they really don't have anything. It's just the blood. That's it. Yeah. And the trial started May 10th, 2017. So another year year later... Our justice system. God. And Liz waved her right to a jury and left it up to the judge. Oh, shit. So they had all this digital evidence. They had the blood in the SUV, the fingerprint on the mint container, and perhaps one of the more interesting pieces of evidence was a receipt from Walmart. Not the Walmart. (laughs) The Wally World receipt. And this purchase from Walmart was purchased using Carrie's card after her disappearance and one of the items on the receipt was for a shower curtain a shower curtain that was hanging in the shower of Liz's home that they found from her photo dump in 2013 well she used her old shower curtain (laughs) to wrap up Carrie's body very possible I didn't even think about that Um, also the shower curtain she ain't cute Thank you. No, it's ugly brown. It's got white flowers on it. Um, Ew. I don't like it. But anyways, she had this shower curtain in her house and took a photo of it on her phone. She's such an idiot. And used Carrie's card to buy it. They also found Carrie's digital camera and a handheld camcorder that was inside Liz's home whenever they searched it. Which means... Oh, well, no, they were moving. Never mind. I was going to say, if she still had those, she got them out of the house before she burned the house down. But mm. they were already moving. Yeah. Anyway, now get this. There's one one how more you, pinch of crazy you, for you. How do you murder your own pets? I'm still stumped on that. I've been thinking about that. Because this bitch She's fucking is unhinged. completely It wasn't me. Boxed. It was Patricia. <laughs> There's a video on this camcorder, and it's Carrie recording the video. And two days before she went missing, this footage was of her videoing her SUV and someone had spray painted the front passenger side and the hood of the SUV. Didn't say anything. It was just lines of white spray paint. That's strange. Presumably Liz? But like, I don't, I I don't understand. I don't, I don't either. I really don't. And, oh, this is fun. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) So remember that check? Yes. The Carrie's picture, furniture. Yeah. yeah. Written by that Shanna lady. Shauna. Yeah. I don't know if it's Shanna or Shauna, but Shauna or Shanna's full name is Shanna Elizabeth Golier. And she goes by Liz. <gasps> what? <laughs> so it was her own checkbook. checkbook. I feel like that was. She's ad- so fucking stupid. Yeah. But also I feel like that's a big piece of evidence that like they could have. You could have gotten that. You're like, what what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I know. So, yeah. Anywho. So why did Dave have, like, no real suspicions towards Liz? Like, why why was he not thinking that 
maybe this isn't Carrie. Yeah. Maybe it's Because he didn't her. know her that well. So. Yeah. But the main reason is that they would both get these threatening texts while they were together. Like oh, both... so like he doesn't think she's sending them. Exactly. Because they're together. Yeah. But apparently she had this app that had a timer on it. <laughs> this is so And it would just send the things for them. Diabolical. Yes. She'd be like, okay, I'm going to set this one to send at 5, and this one to send at 5.05, and this one to send at 5.10. Like, mm-hmm. diabolical. That is so fucked. Fuck. <laughs> she was literally a mad woman. Now, the nail in the coffin. Jesus Christ. We're, we're doing it. So they go to Dave to get any last info they can to use in their case. And Dave is like, oh, yeah, I do have this tablet. It's been in storage for the past couple years, but maybe there's something on it because Liz used to use it. I'm so tired Sir. of white men <laughs> being so fucking stupid. stupid. <laughs> uh, so he goes and gets the tablet and there is an SD card in it. And if you just plugged the tablet into a computer, it didn't look like there was anything on it. But they get this computer guy to look into it, and he finds thousands of photos that had been deleted from it, and that Liz also thought was deleted from it. And this SD card had once been inside of Liz's cell phone. And one of these photos was of a human foot. We love that. A decomposing human foot. Delicious with a very distinct tattoo on it. And guess who had that same tattoo on her foot? Not Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Oh, and the tattoo was the Chinese symbol for mother. That's sad. So Liz murdered Carrie and then took photos of her dead body. She's real dumb. What is happening? She's real, real dumb. But she's kind of not. Like, I don't understand. But she kind of is. I don't understand this. Okay. So in the trial, the prosecution digs into all of the messages, the evilness of Liz pretending to be Carrie, all the photos, how she murdered a woman she'd met for five seconds to To be Dave, Dave. who she had already (laughs) broken up with. (laughs) Yeah. So Liz had stabbed Carrie to death in her own car, burned down her own house, killed her pets, shot herself in the leg, and sent over 15,000 emails and over 50,000 texts posing as Carrie over the course of three years. Jesus Christ. And, like, you keep up with this, like, <sighs> fucking forever. <laughs> I know. Like, what was the plan? What? How what, are you going to end this? Like, or yeah, were you just going to pl- do what, it forever? And what was the plan? <laughs> were you just going to do it forever? <laughs> it doesn't, I don't know. Oh my god. So, the Honorable Judge Timothy Burns found Liz Gallier guilty of first-degree murder and second-degree arson, and she was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole at the Nebraska Correctional Center for Women. And back in the day, she was cute. She ain't cute now. <laughs> well, she's in prison. She is not cute. Orange is not the new black. It's not. <laughs> the past few years have not been good to her. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, so to this day, Carrie's remains have never been located. She probably threw her in with like the regular trash and it got picked up and yep. it just it's that was it. it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. God. And there's probably several books about this case because it's so fucking bonkers. <laughs> it's so wild. Um, but one in particular is called A Tangled Web and it's written by Leslie Rule. And Rule's daughter? Yeah. Oh. I know. Huh. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, I read um The Stranger Beside Me, yeah. 
I don't know. I thought that was neat. So Liz actually reached out to Leslie and tried to explain all the evidence against her away. Like how she always bought icebreakers for Dave, and that's probably why her fingerprint was on the container. (laughs) I can't. So stupid. And how she just won't stop fighting until she is set free and they found the right murderer. Ma'am. And you know what we say to that, Liz? Fuck off. You can fuck all the way off. Oh, you can fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, and this was a sad little thing about Nancy, Carrie's mom. She said that before this whole thing went down, she had a very vivid dream of her now-deceased husband, or then-deceased husband, and he had told her, don't worry, Nancy, she's with me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's sweet. I know. And that's whenever she knew that her daughter was probably not alive anymore. Yeah. Um, and after this whole thing was done, she said that Detectives Jim and Ryan are her boys. Oh, yes, Jimmy and Ryan. I know. And she's extremely grateful for them and everything they did to find her daughter's killer. And that she hopes that everyone remembers her daughter as the fun, loving, smart, and talented woman that she was and what a great mother she was to Max. And now Max has graduated from college with a Bachelor of Science and he got into computer programming just like his Like Carrie. Just like his mama. Lily is not happy right now. She's not. Sorry if y'all can hear that. Um, that's that on that, goddammit. You ready for my lesbian joke? Holy shit. Yeah, a couple of them. I'm ready. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me tell you my fun facts. Okay, yep, yeah, go, go. <laughs> go, go, go. I'm going to tell you some icebreaker fun facts. Like the an actual icebreaker? <laughs> like when you have to do in the meetings? <laughs> you know, I Googled it. That was the first, like, 10 Same answers thing. that came yeah. up. <laughs> uh, uh, no. The, um... The candy. They're candy. They're not mints. They're candy. I didn't know that. Huh. So that's my first little sentence here. So icebreakers are technically candy, which I thought was weird. And they've been around since the 90s, and they come in a ton of different flavors. Me too. (laughs) Oh, God. Ew. Was that the joke? No. Oh. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, And they always leave a minty aftertaste. Icebreakers started out being manufactured by Nabisco, and then they were sold to Hershey in 2000. My favorite man, Hershey. (laughs) (laughs) They're marketed as a breath-freshening product, and they're a happy medium between chewing gum and sucking on a mint. Sucking on some... (laughs) And in in 2018... Hershey added edible glitter to icebreakers to try to appeal to the young people. And the gays. And now I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm so sorry, Carrie, that you didn't deserve that. No. Fuck that. That fucking bitch is crazy. It was a lot. Okay, what's your joke? I have a couple of them. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) What? I heard that saw this one on TikTok today. Oh, okay. What is a lesbian's favorite flower? The pussy willow? No. That's a really funny one, though. It's uh, tulips. Oh, tulips. Tulips. Okay. I like that Um, one. uh, What is the difference between a lesbian romance novel and a straight romance novel? Um, I don't know. The lesbian one has a climax. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, And then I have one more that's not a lesbian joke. Oh, okay. Okay, what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Yes, what do you call a cow with two legs? <laughs> Lean bitch! Your, your mom. No! Oh, wait, 
Oh, oh shit. shit. There was one more, and then it's your mom. Oh. <laughs> That's the way I've heard it. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Wait, how does Dustin's told me that one? <laughs> I can't wait to tell him the tulips one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Uh, well, before you go, follow us on Instagram at hashtag murderpod. Spell it all out. And we also have a pet. Oh, we got a Patreon. We got a Patreon. We got new patrons. One moment. Our little Patronuses. That's from Harry Potter, in case you didn't know. Patronus. Bitch. <gasps> she still hasn't watched it, guys. But we're gonna we're gonna read you the first Harry Potter book movie thing notes. Yeah. As a patron. I watched the first one. Yeah. Did you finish oh, your notes? No. Oh, your notes were real funny. Okay, really who's, our, who's our patrons? Uh, we have Allison Robbins. Thank you, Allison. Don't know who you are, but thank you. <laughs> we love you. And then we have Lauren the Walk Walker. Walker, who uses a <laughs> Samsung device. Yes, she does. Uh, then we have Miss Denise. Who's Denise? How nice of you, Miss Denise. Denise? Denise. Thank you so much to our new patrons. Uh, we don't have a whole lot on there, but I'm... I'm working on it. Yeah. We got it coming. Don't um, you worry. Yeah. We really appreciate you all. And if you like this, give, give us five stars. And if you don't like us, still give us five stars. <laughs> and leave a review. That, that and helps actually, a like, lot. And uh, if you are giving us feedback on the review, give actual feedback that we can like do something about it. Yeah. Not just that we suck. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sweaty. And I think there's pizza here. Pizza. So let's go do that. Pizza Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for hanging out. Love, Love you. Bye. Dave wasn't even fucking cute. <laughs> he really was. Average no. Dave. Average Dave. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> and bye. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Murder. Episodes are written and edited by Alex Lewis and Scarlett Hipton. Our intro and outro music is written and played by Derek Branton. Our cover art is by the lovely Lauren Walker. And our name was created by the most wonderful, supportive, and super hot boyfriend, Dustin Branton. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas, you can reach us at hashtag murderpod at gmail.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G murderpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about us. Thanks. Bye. She better be fucking nice to you because you're wonderful. And if I was gay, you'd be marrying me. Now graduated from college, which a bath. Damn it, Lillian. Sorry. <laughs> they never know. They never know. You never know. <laughs> I think that happened to um. Mm-hmm. His ta- I don't think his tattoo means what it's what he meant it to me. Oh god. <laughs> the only tattoo he has. Oh wait, no. Hold on. Why else would she be pretending? Don't you read ahead. Okay. Don't you do it. I'm being good. And he finds about half a dozen or no, a detective named Clint. Clint. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now a detective. Oh shit. Oh, shit. I was reading the next paragraph. Uh, Ooh. Okay. And she's literally nowhere to found. I'm going to go as Liz for Halloween. <laughs> which means I'm going to stay hidden and nobody's going to find me. Girl boss. Is a single mother. Oh, God damn it. So when Carrie told her mom and Max that she was going to go stay in town for a few days in Omaha. Omaha. Not Obama. <laughs> not Obama. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So Ryan is all, I want to interview Liz. Oh, hold on. Uh, I might cut that out because he might be embarrassed by that.